Hey y'all, welcome to a brand new episode on Feel the Cup Podcast. Y'all, this is a late night episode because I have so many emotions and things that I want to vent about to you guys. Like, And this is an overdue episode. I've been teasing at it in my IG stories and thinking about it so much, procrastinating on it. And it's finally time to release it. We are about to dig into my favorite edition of Review and Revelations with the Summer Walker Still Over album. And we, I'm going to give you my take on this whole The Baby and Danny Lay drama that literally just transpired today. Well, really, it's like Tuesday morning, late night, Monday night. You know, that's kind of where we're at. But you might as well say this drama just happened. So I feel like both situations correlate into each other when you're dealing with exes and toxic relationships and all kind of things. But first things first, let's get into this new Summer Walker album and just my thoughts on it, my favorite songs, you know, just all the things, okay? Because there's so many things to derive and to dig into as far as this album. So still over it. If I'm just giving my first impressions, like the first time I heard it, which was in my car, which is honestly the best way to dissect the album is in your car. I don't recommend listening to an album just laying down in your bed on your phone. I feel like you can't get the full gist of it because you have all these high expectations. So it was like when I first heard it, I had this high expectation that I needed to be wild immediately. And then I eventually let that feeling go (laughs) and I was just like you know what I'm gonna give it time good albums need time so when I heard the first song I was like okay not bad heard the second song okay not bad and then I stumbled upon no love with SZA that was my first favorite song and for me no love with SZA it was almost like It reminds you of that whole feeling of thinking that you can actually screw or have fun with the guy that you know is no good for you to just kind of like have an emotionless situationship with somebody who you've already realized will never be your person. But in a way, it's toxic and it's problematic because there's no way you can really have like a successful situation without feelings. Like feelings are going to be involved. And although No Love was a perfect play on words and and analogies, I feel like Summer is not being fully honest with the fact that it's very hard to have a physical only relationship with someone and just not feel like you about to get caught up. But the artistry of it was amazing. There's a lot of things that I'm not living, you know, but have been through that summer sung about. And I had to resonate it I had to resonate like older versions of myself to like really dig into how I felt about the album. So that's my take on No Love because that was the first song I was in love with. And then when I stumbled upon Unloyal, man, oh man, with Ari Lennox, 
when you tell me like the the piano keys and the jazz playing it was just a moment it was a moment for r&b it was almost like that feeling you got when you would hear your anita baker and i i mean i know i'm i'm giving it very high praise but that's the feeling it gave me it fit, gave me that old school feel good Frank Beverly Mays kind of feeling like it was just so sultry and silk and it felt like like I was just at a spoken word hearing a woman pour her heart out between her and Ari Lennox because a lot of dudes if if you think about what Unloyal is saying a lot of dudes have pretty much they almost will make you feel guilty for choosing yourself they will try to say, well, you're not really loyal. You ain't really down because you don't want to handle their mess. You don't want to deal with their mess no more. So I resonated with the meaning of that song because I know what it's like for a dude to pretty much like almost write you off or make you feel guilty for choosing yourself. I know what that's like. And it's, and it's very manipulative. It's very manipulative. And in the, and I'm pulling up the lyrics right now, you think, when she said, you think I need you? Boy, you funny. I got my own money, so I'm going to show you. And you swear that I'll be lonely. Guess you don't know me. Guess you don't know. Because honestly, when I tell you, these dudes be acting like you literally won't have like a life outside of them. They almost pretend as if if you let them go, you have no identity. Like my first love, and I won't say no names, he he literally thought that no matter where life took me, and you talking about we've been broken up 10 years now, he literally thought no matter where life took me that he always would have a hold on me. He always, my, my life would circle back to him. And then when I showed him multiple times, like, that's not my path. You're not my path. You're not my person that I ever want to be attached to. That was so hard for him to really like accept. Like when I fully blocked him from let's not be fake friends. Let's not pretend like we're in each other's lives. Like when I fully blocked that dude, it was like a wake up call for him to realize like, look, I actually don't have it like I thought I did. So I felt them Summer Walker lyrics when she said that. And it's just like, it's almost like, I feel like what the chorus is saying when it says, I guess I'm unloyal, baby. I guess I'm untrue. Call it what you want. It's pretty much saying like, I it's not my problem for you to think what you think of me. It's not my problem about what you define me as. All that matters to me right now is that I'm choosing myself and I'm choosing my peace. I'm choosing the peace that I never got from you. I'm choosing my joy back. I'm choosing me again. You know what I mean? So I felt the lyrics of that one. Um, now we're going to dissect into another favorite of mine, a favorite song of mine off the album. It's so many, but just my top ones that I relate to the most. And let's get into Reciprocate. Reciprocate is a jam. It's almost like a early 2000s vibe. You know what I mean? Like, Reciprocate is just a jam. Like, I don't know 
how to really describe what it means to me because I've been in so many relationships, you know, without telling too much of my business. I've been in so many relationships where I was giving, 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 and I did not feel like I was getting anything in return. And that's draining to be the female that gives more than they ever get back. And eventually, once you get into that mode of like giving so much to inadequate men, you'll realize you're going to repeat that pattern for everybody that you date. Because it's almost like you're trying to prove to yourself that you're worthy of their love, that you're worthy of their attention. When you, when eventually you got to realize, like, no, I'm that girl. I'm the one that they should be proud to be with. I'm the one that they should feel good about being with. You know what I mean? Like, it took me a long time to own my queendom, to own the fact that God he put so much value on my life. He put so much value on what I bring to the table. And there's no way I'm going to feel full in relationship when I'm not giving back what I'm giving. Or when it's not a 50-50 exchange, when it's an 80-20 vibe. You giving the 20, I'm giving the 80. It never works like that. So pretty much in the verse, she says, I even care about your riches. You know I'm a different girl. You, I come from a different world. It ain't even worth us splitting, but if you knew what I was hitting on, you never would have came at me like that. Never would have tried to pay me like that. Like, you don't have to spend no time. Like, you don't have to give your all. Like, you don't have to do it right. Like, you don't have to talk to me. Like, you don't have to try to teach me. Like, you ain't have to learn me, earn me. All I wanted was for you to stay. It's the bare minimum for me. That is my favorite line of the song because when I tell you, it be the bare minimum. Like there's there's guys that I've talked to and I'm just like, I know I wasn't asking a lot. I just I wanted you to reciprocate. I wanted you to to literally treat me with the respect that I've treated you with. You can't take that bag back. I've had enough for all of that. You're trying to cover up what you lack. That's just whack. Giving up the facade. I can see you. If you let your guard down, I won't tell no one. You just be yourself. But I'm going to teach you that love is built. It can't be bought. I know that you just used to these. You used to. They ain't bout, but they just witty. I know you met me in a club, but I'm different. Man, when I tell you that song... Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. We're going to move along because we got so much to unpack. And I don't want to keep y'all too long, but we got so much to unpack. Now, closure is another favorite because it's a vibe. It's just a vibe. I'm sorry. Um, It's a vibe. Like, <laughs> I don't want to tell you guys. It's a vibe. Too many days I made this mistake and too many nights you and I said goodbye. Too many texts express how I hate it. Swear I'm almost done because it's too many times. We can't undo what we keep on doing. We can't untry what we tried so far. Hope to unfeel what we keep on feeling, but you can't unbreak my broken heart. Every time I need closure, closure, mess around and get closer to you. Don't you make me feel hungover. Gotta get sober or I can't feel nothing. Why you gotta hang your love on my head like that? Why you do it, baby? I'm just trying to get closure. Closure, I'm trying to get closure from you. When I tell you closure is overrated, 
Like, I'm telling you right now, closure is overrated. A lot of us don't realize that the best closure you'll ever receive from a dude as ladies, I'm speaking to the ladies, is silence. Like, one of my exes who we broke up ages ago, and it was a long-distance relationship. So when things ended, the best closure he gave me because I was feeling all, you know, I was pretty much regretting breaking up with him, even though he was dead wrong. He was going ghost on me. There was no communication. He was disrespecting me, you know, being just very inconsiderate of my feelings. And so when I finally said enough was enough and I broke up with him through text message, I literally was just like feeling helpless because I'm like, I need to talk to him again. I need closure. I need closure. And when I tell you he was so cold towards me, it was almost like he wanted me to break up with him. Or he was doing things to make me break up with him. And then it was like, the minute, you know, I finally did it, it's like he just went ghost. It was like he didn't try to fight for it. And that's the lie we tell ourselves, ladies, that is that we need a man to fight for us back. Sometimes the best thing they can do for us is not try to win us back. The best thing they can do for us is not have a long behind discussion about what's not working or what is working. Sometimes follow your first gut, which is there was a reason why you knew y'all had to end. Y'all was supposed to end a long time ago. So I think we have to realize that the, the best closure is us choosing ourselves. The best closure is silence. And if a man is showing you that... He don't have nothing to say about the situation. That is your answer. That is your closure. And be okay with that. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying that you don't deserve to cry and feel all the feels. But I'm telling you right now, this whole idea that you got to talk things out with somebody is overrated. Because then it turns into a toxic spiral, which brings me into um, the next song on the album. And Toxic on the album was one of my least favorite songs, to be honest, but it was still a vibe because we all have been in toxic situations. And it's pretty much just saying how you can be so in love with somebody's physical aspects, if you know what I mean, and know that this person is not right for you, knowing that they stick in their thing and everything and... It's just like you so crazy about them because you got this soul tie. Like we all know what those soul ties feel like. Them things is, is no joke. And I don't rec <laughs> I don't wish it on anybody, but once you experience it, you know what it's like to have that toxic back and forth, you know, feeling like it's you and them against the world, you know. I hope when she says, I hope it ain't true what they say about you, I want this hesitant to post a flunt this hoping I don't get embarrassed by one of these I don't think you doing but you never know funny how you never volunteer your phone I want to walk away but what if I'm wrong believing you needing you wanting to see it through when I tell you I felt that because that's real like you want to see it through so bad when you know it'll never work It'll never happen. And that's what makes a situationship toxic, a long-term relationship toxic, is staying in something that you know 
will never work because they've already shown you who they are multiple times. And ladies, we do not have we have multiple tendencies of not believing these dudes when they show us who the heck they are. Like we tend to get into this denial and this almost like just denial of like oh you know because of how I see how they are with me and because of the moments we share you know I know that it'll work out but in all actuality it was never meant to work out you're just trying to force something that was never meant to have life it's almost like making a fake doll have a soul it just don't work it's meant to be a toy (laughs) at this point okay now Another one of my favorite songs is Fourth Baby Mama. That was obviously the shake the table type song because she let it all out in this song, like completely out. When she started the song with, (laughs) I want to start with your mama. She should have whooped your, (laughs) when I tell you, I was like, summer, 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 summer. Not the mama summer. Not the mama. Like, man, like she went for the juggler. Like she pretty much saying like the mama just care about her son money and not the bigger situation at hand. And one of the my favorite parts of the song outside of her just airing all the dirty laundry out was her the chorus, which is like what? What was you telling them? What was you telling me? What was you telling them? And what was you telling me? Because there's always two sides. So when the baby mamas are feuding, and I'm not a baby mama, so I can't fully relate to that. Um, But I know a lot of people who've been in those situations. So it's like when the baby mamas have their own story or version, and then when you got your own story because you with the dude, and you could tell that she clearly was so down for London. She clearly, you know, regardless of his drama with his baby mamas, she believed what he said. She gave him the benefit of the doubt. You know, she believed that they actually had something real, despite the fact that he has three other baby moms. And so for her to get pregnant, it was like, wow. It was a big wake up call for her to realize like, Hey, this dude showing his behind, you know, because dudes act different when you get pregnant. And so that that song was just more, it was kind of like coming from a perspective of like, at this point, there's no need for baby mamas to be having this much drama against each other. When at the end of the day, the main issue here is the person we all have slept with. And I think that's what a lot of baby mama fuse miss or lose sight of is that we need to be putting a focus on the father of our child, of our children. You know, I think if more baby mamas united instead of trying to feud all the time because they got some, you know, harsh feelings inside towards their baby daddy if they just started coming together and saying look I know we may not all agree but we're more powerful together than we are feuding because at the end of the day if this man is not stepping up for his children 
That's what we need to be talking about, not bashing each other on social media. So that's my take on that song. It was a great song. It was like, that's how you put your anger and your pain out into your music. You just, you let it all out. So I give this album a strong nine. I feel like over it was a 10, but still over it, I give it a nine. I think if I listen to it even more tomorrow, I'll give it. You know, a nine and a half. But every day that number goes up because it probably started at a seven for me, if I'm being honest. When I first heard the album, it was like a strong seven. It's like, okay, it's decent. And then, but it's a growing you album. And you know what? I love growing you albums. Growing you albums are what RB is made of. And seeing her break all these records, like this is the biggest RB album debut ever. Are you kidding me, Summer? You mean out of all the R&B albums we've ever experienced, this was the biggest debut? That is huge. So you're talking about bigger than Alicia Keys, bigger than like her, bigger than Beyonce, if that even falls under R&B. When I tell you, like that's a huge honor. And I think Summer deserves all the love. She deserves all the flowers. I just pray that her mental health will stay strong during this time because it's crazy getting a lot of success off your pain and off your story and your own trauma and to put it in your music and and to profit off it, that could still be traumatic. It can be almost overwhelming how many people resonate with your trauma. And so I just pray that she has the right people around her lifting her up. I pray that she remembers her value in any new relationship she's in. Because I don't know if she's dating now. But she has a beautiful baby girl. And she just deserves all the love and respect and all the flowers. But Still Over is a masterpiece. All the haters saying that it's not that good of an album. You sleep. Still Over is a non-skippable uh, album. Actually, Circus. I don't know how I missed it. Circus is a jam. Circus is exactly how I felt in my last traumatic, toxic situationship that I would never recommend anybody experience because I know what it's like to fully be in a circus with someone and feel like it's never going to end and feeling like you guys are both just playing games with each other, playing games with your heart, going around and around in circles, and you just have no clue when this whole circus act is going to end and then eventually again you got to choose yourself and not be a part of the narrative that is destroying you and when I tell you circus was a grow on me song I never I slept on it and then the more I was listening to my car it was like I resonated with the lyrics differently than I did when the first time I heard it and that's how the album is it's like a lot of these songs is like you you get something different from the lyrics every time you listen to it. So it's one of those albums, like, that's why I had to wait till I meditated on it for at least a week to give you guys a full review because, man, it was just like, it was a lot to take in. And then Session 33, I'm sorry. And then we're going to go to this Danny Lay stuff. Session 33 was a vibe as well because I listened to it differently even today. When it says, I should have known I couldn't get your time. Long as you got your ice and I got your and got your drip. Be on them private jets, taking trips. Come back at six. Wake me and your child and then won't later 
Make me wonder who you might have been laying with. Makes me wonder who you think you playing with. I'm beside myself to keep playing this record back and over and over again. Swear that you changed, but I noticed the end. Long as you're on the scene, you think you know your girl. That's funny to me. That's why you done got left about one or two times. Got tired of you. You almost lost your mind. Long as they call your name, you'll continue to try to play these games. Leave your family in the cold and rain. And I don't think you'll ever change your ways. Because a house is not a home when no one's there. So alone, no one's there. Should I move on since no one's here? You know what you got is good. That's why you refuse to let me walk out your life. But you refuse to match up with my vibe. You keep wasting my time, but you keep wasting my time. That was poetry at its finest. Okay? Session 33 was like a spoken word love letter, not only to yourself, but to the person who thought they destroyed you because they totally misled you. They totally ruled you out in the most vulnerable point of your life. And you almost thought that what y'all built was a house and you realized that the foundation was sand. It was never firm. The foundation y'all built was never firm. And I think that's the biggest takeaway from this whole album is that a lot of women are trying to build love off of sand foundation, off of a foundation that was never meant to hold the mess that that person was bringing to the table. But I think us also, ladies, we got to also thank, like, instead of having these grudges or resentment towards these dudes that done us wrong, we almost have to have thankfulness that these people or these guys have transformed us into having awareness about ourselves, awareness about what we never want to become, awareness about the fact that we should never want to feel that low again in our lives. Like every time I think about my last toxic situation, I keep thanking God that he dragged me out when he did, that he like literally dragged me out because it could have been way worse. I could have been a baby mama looking crazy and he dragged me out at the right time. That's why you know, and of course, Sierra's prayer was one of the best things ever. But at the end of the day, that's why you got to have your own prayer to God, your own personal prayer. Just let him know how you feel and trusting that he's going to bring you out of that dark season on top. He's going to make sure you're whole. He's going to keep you. He's not going to, you know, neglect you. He's not going to bring you out of such a toxic situation just to leave you lonely. You may feel physically alone, but God's spirit is, is so strong with you. The Holy Spirit is so strong with you. And the beauty of having a relationship with God when you're going through such a low point like what Summers went through is that you don't have to lean on to your own understanding. You don't have to get so caught up in your thoughts and emotions trying to make reasons of why this person did this to you or why this person, like God is going to start giving you revelations that that person that you were get putting all that pressure to be all these things, he was never shown that. He was never given that example. London probably was never shown how to even be close to a husband. He was probably never shown how to actually have structure for his children. He just got, you know, caught up in success, very talented, and and now it's hurt multiple people, you know. Um, so my takeaway from the Summer Walker album is have your own prayer, just like Sierra had her own prayer. Don't worry about what she prayed, have your own prayer. And 
it was it was beautiful listening to the album from a place of being in love because it just allows you to say like look I'm so glad that God has me where I am now in a healthy relationship that still has his issues don't get me wrong me and my man we still have our issues but I love him so much more because of the person that I'll never want to be again like I'm able to love him better because of the person that I abandoned in my past toxic situations. And I'm thankful to God that he took me out of those situations so I can even have a chance to meet the person that I'm with now. So I can even have a chance to love in this way, to work on the things that I was ignoring, you know? Um, So yeah, Summer Walker, I love you. I give your album a strong nine. Um... And I think it was a solid album. I think it's something that should be remembered 10, 20, 30, 40 years to come. And yeah, I pray that she keeps making good music. My biggest hope for Summer is that she gets more stage presence because then I would love to go to a tour of hers. But I've seen her live twice and it wasn't the best. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I would want to, you know, do that. But Maybe later she'll have some stage presence. So that's my hope for her. Now, let's let's switch gears because I have a lot more to say about this Danny Lay and the baby drama. So when I saw all this stuff on the shade room, seeing the recaps of the live that the baby posted and the live that Danny Lay posted, it was a lot to digest and take in. Um, first things first, the baby. I don't know if you ever hear this, but the way you targeted Danny Lay, the way you almost like revealed her on live as well as her baby's face, who she wasn't ready to show the world, was the most, or one of the most, I should say, because there's a lot more disrespectful things you can do. It's one of the most disrespectful ways to to kind of show how you feel about the mother who carried your seed. And it really showed your true colors. It showed that you really are just out here trying to promote yourself in the wrong way. It showed that you have so much more growing up to do. It showed that you don't give a crap about your family or what your daughters will later see when they get older. And it also showed that you don't really have much self-love for yourself. Because if you thought that this was supposed to, you know, justify, you know, you kicking her out of your house or whatever you want to call it, it will never justify it. Because it wasn't our business for us to see that whole ordeal. If you want to kick her out your house, if you want to call the cops on her, that should have been a private situation. It should have been brought to the internet. And that's my problem with a lot of these celebrities is that they bring their business to the internet and then they get mad when the internet has an opinion. You know what I mean? Like, Don't bring your mess to the internet and then expect people not to have an opinion and then try to turn a narrative to say, oh, but by the way, buy my new song or buy my album or buy tickets to my tour it it was very narcissistic the way he handled it it was very low of him and I felt so horrible just seeing her so vulnerable in that video seeing her feel so just stripped like it was almost like her whole soul was stripped in front of the whole world watching her be mocked 
watching him call her cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, watching him degrade her, you know, and then try to rock his baby, which is a beautiful baby. They made a beautiful baby. But for him to rock the baby, you know, as if flaunting that he's his great father. No, a great father wouldn't even need to flaunt that they're a great father. A great father wouldn't even need to belittle their baby moms, no matter if Danny Lay did wrong things behind the behind the scene. Like, no matter what her wrongs were, if you were a great father for the sake of your children, you wouldn't be airing out all that mess. You wouldn't. You know what I mean? So it's almost like, it's not about taking sides. It's about what's right is what's right. And yeah, I felt for Danny Lay. And when she started crying on that live and just saying like how much she loves him, loves him, but she just going to choose herself. She's going to choose her baby and she's going to be okay. And you could tell she's dealing with a lot like post, uh, what is it? postpartum depression, possibly. I don't want to say that that's exactly what it is. I'm not in her body, but it could be postpartum and all the other things that women go through when they have a baby. And it's just, it's very unfortunate that she got caught up with such a low life, you know, because he handled that situation so 18 year oldish. And I felt for her, I felt like she felt very lonely in that moment. She felt like the world was looking at her and just looking at her as a weak person. But Danny Lee, I just want to let you know, like, you're not weak. You're a beautiful individual. And I feel like you're going to bounce back so much stronger from this situation. Just like Tank said, I pray that you would just put all of this in your music. Like everything that you're feeling, just go in the studio and pour it out and yell if you have to, scream if you have to. But whatever you do, don't go back. You know, if you want to have a healthy co-parenting situation, I definitely support that. But don't go back because I can tell from the videos and the and the pictures that you posted of you proving that you obviously weren't a side girl. Is it clearly showed that y'all had a very close relationship, but it also showed that you probably were in a la la land. You were probably in this almost la la land of just wanting to believe that this could work. And I know what that feels like when you're in a circus of emotions and you feel like no matter how much these ingredients are showing me that this will not taste good, it's like you just want it to taste good so bad because. You know what you feel. You feel good about this person. You 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 love them even though they've shown you their mess. And so I think a lot of us just need to have grace for people like Danny Lay because a lot of us are stupid for dudes and we're our stuff is just not aired out. It's not exposed. Like if our stuff was exposed the way Danny Lay's situation has been exposed, we would have way more grace for these celebrities who go through real human things, you know, and it, and it, it's not funny anymore. It's not about the tea and, you know, what blog can get the most attention. It's about the fact that these are real lives and these are real babies getting caught up in these dramatic um, spirals. And I, again, I just pray that Danny Lee puts this in her music um, the baby, I'm not canceling the baby because I never really supported him like that to begin with. I'm not canceling him. I think my prayer and hope for him is that he just mans up and stop trying to 
justify a lot of things he does. Like he clearly tried to justify that horrible statement he made at Rolling Loud concert. I think it was Rolling Loud or whatever concert that was. And then he tried to justify um, his, you know, situation with his baby mama, Mimi. And then it's just like he tries to justify a lot of things and he's always caught up in mess. And I think with all the things he's even been through, with him experiencing death in his family, and losing his dad and losing so many people, it's like he really needs to sit his behind down and analyze the way his life is going and what it's trying to tell him because he's, you know, bearing his heart and soul with these women. He's clearly shooting a club up and getting them pregnant. And it's like, and almost wanting to make them feel bad about the fact that you chose to shoot their club up. So it's just ridiculous that you want to like tell somebody, get up out my house all of a sudden, you know. And the story could be a different narrative if because none of us were actually there when it happened. But like for you to tell her to get up out your house, like, are you kidding me? Just get up. Like with with her baby while she's like feeding her child, you know, it's just crazy to me. Um, I think what happened is he probably realized that he like bottom line couldn't give Danny Lay what she wanted. And he probably got tired of lying and, you know, being fake for her. And yeah, and just and handled it in the worst way. Probably had a conversation with one of his boys or one of his family members or possibly even his baby mama Mimi and was just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this. So again, the whole situation is sad. And then that live video with Mimi, she sounds stupid. She sounds like she couldn't even defend herself because she'd been dumb for the baby or still dumb for him. And it's just like, it's, it's screaming like insecure. <laughs> all like it has all the ingredients so I love that Summer Walkers you know came to Danny Lay's defense and just say you know what I got you girl like don't worry about it I got you I love that I love seeing women support each other um so yeah I've never canceled Danny Lay even when people try to cancel for her yellow bone song yellow I get why people were upset about it, but I could feel that she didn't mean any harm or didn't realize that the lyrics were would um you know offend so many people. I don't get offended by anybody being proud to be yellow bone, light skin. Like it doesn't make my dark skin feel less than, you know. I know that's off topic, but it just doesn't like. I love who I am in my skin and I'll parade that. And if she wants to praise the fact that she's a red bone and she loves that, like why should she not feel good in her skin and what she looks like? I don't really feel like she was saying she's superior than anybody. I think a lot of times the world or people use their own insecurities to try to cancel someone when they just are not dealing with the fact that they just don't love themselves enough. So they want to blame a celebrity for colorism and all these different things when in all actuality, you just don't love yourself enough. And so it's time out for us blaming, you know, celebrities for saying the wrong things or having the wrong lyrics when it's more of a situation of why am I always so easily offended by things? You know what I mean? So could she have worded the song better? Sure. 
You know, I'm not taking away from that. But at the same time, just finding reasons to cancel somebody because they're confident or because they like how they look is just not fair to me. That's just my opinion. Um, And if I make it big and somebody listens to this podcast or this episode, I'm going to stand by this. You know, I think she's very underrated as an artist. I think she's an amazing artist. I loved her album when she had the My Little Baby, Change Your Life, A. That's an upgrade. Like, I love that. And I love Danny Lay from the past, her dancing days and, and her song with Chris Brown. And, like, she makes good music. She may not be, like, a major vocalist, but she makes great music. Even the movie, her movie album was a really good album that was slept on. And, yeah. So, Danny Lay, if you're listening to this, I would say, you know, I hope you learn from this situation. But ultimately, just... Be private as much as you can, especially for the sake of your child. Whatever new dude comes in your life, even though you may be excited to flaunt them to the world because you're so in love, like just protect that. You know what I mean? Because if it does go left, at least you'll know that like the world didn't have a place in that. You can actually heal more in peace than in chaos. And you deserve to heal in peace. Um, so I wish you the best. I think you're going to bounce back harder. I think you're going to put up one of the best albums the world has ever heard, just like Summer Walker did. And I think this is a setup for a come up. Okay. Um, and the baby, I pray for you too. I hope that you just man up and be a better father. And because you have daughters, you're, everything that you've done to your baby mamas is going to come back to you with your, your daughters. Not saying that they're going to be, you know, grow up to be, you know, the wrong type of woman, but they're going to like face you about the things that you've said in the past and the things you did and the way you treated their mother. And it's something you're going to have to face. And that's a bed you're going to have to lay in. And so the best thing you can do right now is actually take ownership for your actions. Stop trying to point the finger at everybody and take ownership for what you bring to the table, you know, and you also need to be private. Something like that should have never been on live. Showing cops and all of that should have never been on live. You know, like, I think people let social media in way too much. And it's toxic. It really is. So hopefully you like my review of the Summer Walker album as well as my take on this Danny Lay the Baby drama. Danny, Danny Lay, I love you. I wish you the best. And, Yeah. And I hope y'all can follow me on IG at More Motivation, M-O-O-R-E-R Motivation. There's so much more I could have said about the Summer Walker album, y'all. It's really late. It's 2 a.m. And so I'm giving you guys my raw thoughts instead of planned thoughts. Um, So, yeah. And just tell me how you felt about the album in the comments. Love you guys. Bye.